Danielle Smith being sworn in as the 19th Premier of Alberta. That's happening at 11 o'clock today. Um, The next job, of course, will be to get a seat in the Legislative Assembly. She doesn't have that. She's unelected. Um, will be leader of the party, will be premier of the province, but she will not be an elected MLA, which means she cannot actually take part in proceedings within the legislature. So that's job one. The announcement this weekend was the by-election will not be in Calgary Elbow, which is vacant. Instead, she will be running in Brooks Medicine Hat, which means that uh, Michaela Fry, who was the representative for the UCP in that writing, has agreed to step down so that a by-election can be held there. Um, the opposition, NDP running a candidate, and of course the Alberta party as well, Barry Morishita, a name that will be very familiar, especially to people in that parts of the province. And Barry joins us now. Um, Barry, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. No, thank you for the uh, opportunity, Shay. So let's just start. This riding was selected because, let's just be honest with ourselves here, because it's seen as a safe riding by the UCP and one that they don't have to worry much about, and Danielle Smith will get her seat in the legislature. Your reaction? You're a safe riding, Barry. You're a safe opponent. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think you're you're right on with your the assessment. I think the only reason she's running here is because uh, she thinks she can win it with little or no effort. And it, it's uh, it is a slap in the face, particularly for the people of Calgary Elbow. And I, I listened to some of her excuses that, well, you know, that's an urban riding, so you have all of these extra MLAs around that can can support. Fact is, the population's the same. The issues are are different, and uh, they deserve to have representation. So, uh, you know, I I don't think there's any excuse not to call the one in Elbow, whether she runs there or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to Brooks Medicine Hat. Uh, You know, uh, she's right on one point that uh, rural uh, constituencies are very unique, and the fact that she doesn't live here um, uh, kind of is hypocritical to that point. I I think the um, Alberta Party has always recognized that you have to have community uh, MLAs, you have to have representation from the area in order to really champion the cause uh, for people who live in your constituency in Edmonton. And uh, I don't think that's the case. Um, she doesn't live here. She's uh, 300, 300, roughly 250 kilometers away, uh, at least her home base now. Um, I don't think it's fair for the people of uh, Brooks Madison Hat. At least they should be choosing from people who live here, is my opinion. Um, in terms of one of the reasons that she gave, or actually very surprising to me, Michaela Fry, who was the representative, gave was this will provide a much needed voice to the riding, which is a hell of a thing to say when you're the elected representative for the riding. But nonetheless, that's what she said. Has the vo- has the riding been underrepresented? Does it need a stronger voice? Has this been an issue in the riding? I mean, it, it's your riding, Barry. Yeah, you know, you know what? In the last uh, few governments, uh, MLAs have been more and more tied up in the sense that they're not allowed to, you don't see them speaking, you don't see them showing up to events. I think that was the case here to a large degree. I heard of lots of council meetings. I myself, when I was a mayor, was a mayor uh, only uh, had several meetings canceled uh, requests. I know that currently happened with the current MLA. I'm not sure what the underlying issue is, but the goal, the MLA is supposed to represent that community and be there to take those issues to Edmonton. Now, when it comes to the forgotten corner, and and we are a pretty independent group out here, there is no doubt about it. And one of our biggest problems, uh, I think, in the past has been, and we've had some great representation here. We've had cabinet ministers from here. Uh, 
our own MLA, former doctor, uh, Lyle Oberg, ran for the leadership, and he was an education minister, a finance minister. Uh, so um, I, I don't know that, you know, uh, if you talk about issues being heightened because you have a cabinet minister, but the fact is you're supposed to be running all of Alberta. The MLA's job is to do those pieces. And I think if we've been forgotten, it's been uh, because uh, the issues of rural Alberta, generally speaking, haven't been heightened uh, at the table, but I don't think they will be because the premier's there. I think they would be because uh, you have strong MLAs that represent those individual and very unique issues, of which this uh, community has a lot of them, including the approach to health care and education and EMS and HALO and all those things that are make very unique for this area that uh, you need to live here to understand them. Uh, as leader of the UC, uh, the Alberta Party, uh, of course, you're looking for a seat too, uh, the same as Daniel Smith. Was it was the intention always to run in this riding next May? I mean, you're not, are you a parachute candidate, Barry, or was this always the riding that Barry Morishita, as leader of the Alberta Party, was going to run in in May of 2023? Yeah, in fact, I'm registered, uh, I don't know if I'm registered with, I, I was nominated by the Constituency Association here to run in the general election in May of 2023. Always my intention to run here because I believe if you're, you're the leader of the party, you should set the example that you don't uh, parachute yourself into a riding you win in, you run because you're really passionate about representing the community. That's what I've done my, my entire career in terms of uh, elected office. Uh, I've been part of the region um, in all kinds of different organizations, uh, including tourism and provincial municipal associations. And, uh, you know, I was elected here in Brooks for 16 years, and uh, I know the community really well. I know the people, a lot of people here, and uh, I believe I'm well-suited to uh, advocate for their needs because I understand them. You can be called on the phone. You can talk to me. You can uh, share your issues with me, and that's the kind of MLA I'll be. Um, you know, in other instances where we've seen a leader seeking a seat, there has been a convention made by the opposition parties to not run in that writing because it is seen as important to have the leader within the legislature. Uh, was there any discussion about that? Has there been discussion with the NDP to say, you know what, maybe only one of us should run to improve our chances? Or is it sort of everybody's in their own camps and running to win this election and there's none of that happening? Yeah, you know, I, I, I have not spoken to anybody specifically. When it comes to the convention of, you know, letting the leader kind of get a seat, I, you know, I was here too. I was here. They knew I was here. Their team knew I was here. They knew that I was uh, nominated and, and going to run in Brooks uh, Medicine Hat. So, you know, you have to ask Danielle what the motivation yeah. was for doing that because at the end of the day, um, she has uh, 50-some MLAs, and uh, I'm not sure exactly what the reason was she, uh, Michaela, decided to do that or whatever, but um, she said she was going to be running as late as August, that she was going to be running in Livingston McLeod, and that, you know, she's old-fashioned that way. She thinks you need to live in the riding. So, you know, the hypocrisy of that is is kind of hard to take. Um, and the other thing about it is, is she said in her speech that she was going to, you know, there's going to be this new era of MLAs having a voice and, and being representative of their, of their areas. And, I, you know, this just doesn't speak to that. This speaks to uh, a situation where uh, I'm coming in there, I need a seat, this is best for Danielle Smith, and this is best for the UCP. And unfortunately, people are tired of that. I just listened to some of your program about the frustration that happens because people are getting so divided. But when they see more and more of the politics play out, 
the way it's been, negative, uh, divisive, uh, when people only see politicians doing what's best for them instead of taking that, sitting back and, and listening and understanding what's best for the people in the riding, that, that deteriorates our conversation even more. And uh, I, I was hoping that she would start off by uh, at least honoring those types of commitments that she's made in speech after speech. Well, we'll see how it all plays out. It's going to be fascinating to watch. And uh, Barry, we will check in as the race goes on. Thank you for your time today. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, Shafe. You have a great day. You too. That's Barry Morishita, who is leader of the Alberta Party. And as we said, he is the candidate for Brooks Medicine Hat, along with Daniel Smith. In the upcoming by-election, the NDP running a candidate named Gwendolyn Dirk. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.